Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Stay tuned as Greg Prince brings the Catholic newsmakers to you. Wherever it's happening in the diocese, you'll hear about it on Western New York Catholic Weekly. This is not the first time you're going to hear about uh, our topic today on this program anyway, but it's probably the first time if you're driving around western New York or uh, maybe you hear something on the radio or see something on TV, when you really see um, the message of upon this rock on billboards, etc., um, uh, we're in what uh, our guest today has talked about previously on this program, kind of a public phase to let people know where we're at and to give any last people a chance to uh, contribute to this uh, excellent campaign here in the diocese of Buffalo. And uh, that guest is Rick Sukan, who is the executive director of the Foundation of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Rick, welcome back to the program. Greg, thank you for having me. It's always so, a pleasure to be here. So so we're saying this is kind of the the public phase of the sure. of the of the campaign, not for us, of course. I mean, we've been in it and people on this program have heard about it, like I said, if you've been listening to the program. And if you're a, if you are a, a member of a Catholic in Western New York and you attend one of our parishes regularly, by now you've heard of, at all of our parishes, right? I mean, we've covered everybody right now. With a couple of Yeah, small of exceptions, exceptions, correct, because they had campaigns going Addressing this on. summer. Right. right. All right. So let's talk about where we will talk about what this, what the whole public idea means in the, uh, you know, as people are seeing it, um, I'm, I'm sure the first question people are going to have, and this kind of leads into to where I want to start anyway, is, yeah, but I already gave the upon this rock in my parish. I've already signed my pledge form and all that kind of stuff. So where are we at with sure. that? Great. Where have we been? Great lead in. Uh, at this point, uh, we are celebrating $96 million. Yeah, uh, we're doing very well. $100 million goal. Very well. And we are so very close. The. Um, the, again, um, this has been a very much of a grassroots effort. It has been parishioners um, who have been, you know, instrumental in getting us to this point at ninety-six million dollars. So as we go public, it is um, a different phase of the campaign where we're number one thanking those that have already been uh, so um, generous and graciously supportive of the campaign and it's an opportunity to as well um, announce to the Western New York community as a whole, wow, look what we've done and there's still an opportunity to give. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask because um, I'm sure that uh, um, you're always kind of wondering, right, when you start something like this, even though we do the research, even though CCS has a terrific track record, which we've talked about here, they've had a successful um, run here in the Diocese of Buffalo before. So um, you have an idea it's going to work or you wouldn't undertake it. But are you surprised at the I, Greg? At I am. The success I, level? I um, every morning I wake up and I say a, a, a quick, you know, thank you, uh, Jesus, for letting me uh, make it through the night, and then I give myself a pinch because, <laughs> you know, I, I, I always thought um, in the back of my mind after we did extensive uh, surveying and, and a feasibility study uh, whether or not the diocese could carry off this campaign. I. I knew it was possible. I just didn't think it would happen this quickly. Um, we've been actively fundraising for a little more than two years. Right. Um, there has never been in Western New York history something that has materialized this 
you know, that had this, had this kind of results in such a short period of time. Well, and, and let me back up now to, to the first time that you and Ryan came down and we and we talked about this. You were already past the the kind of pilot phase at that to just kind of get everybody's feet wet and to, and to get some parishes right. going. So we kind of knew, okay, what's working, what doesn't work, all those kinds of things. We were moving into the first round. We were probably pretty well into the first actual round of parishes, parishes after the the pilot. So that was almost probably six months in then at that right. point. And you mentioned we're just kind of over two years now. So, I mean, yeah, it's moved pretty quick and we planned right along for it to be three years, right? Exactly. Yeah. So it was in February of um, 15, Greg, that that we really um, went beyond the pilot phase. We mm-hmm. had raised $22 million at that point. And if you think from February through February 15 through May of 17, what kind of progress that is. That's pretty astronomical. And and again, we have a distribution or a franchise system. That's our parishes. And and, um, most Catholics identify with their parish, which is why we designed the campaign the way it was, where a parish was able to keep a substantial portion of the funds that were raised to help local ministry infrastructure support for the parish. And people have responded well to that. Yeah. And uh, let me um, remind everybody of the uh, website, which I probably should have done right when we started on the program today. Upon This Rock, Western New York, which is WNY, uponthisrockwny.org. Anything we talk about today, you want to see where the campaign's been, where it's going, all the information is on there. It's updated. Um, I could tell you every day, but um, you know I have to refer to it once in a while for things going on around the office here, and it's updated more than once a day. So we see, you know, we there's new information up there all the time. So upon this rock, WNY, Rick uh, Sukan is the or just search upon this rock on Google. By the way, it's the first thing that comes up. Trust me, I've tried it. Uh, <laughs> Rick Sukan is the executive director of the Roman Catholic uh, Foundation of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. I almost gave the bishop's title away. He's the executive yeah. director of the Roman. Catholic he Diocese is the boss. of Buffalo, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, but, well, let's uh, uh, let's mention him. Uh, this was a big undertaking for a new bishop, wasn't it? Oh, it was a tremendous uh, commitment of time and resources on Bishop's part, and he has been actively involved since the inception of the campaign. Uh, he's been instrumental in securing a number of the leadership gifts uh, that that have brought us to where we are today. Well, that, it's interesting that you mentioned that because that was the next thought in my uh, head here. I, I, one of the things that you mentioned, so we want to kind of talk about, you know, the, this public aspect as we as we wind down the campaign here. Uh, one of the parts of that is kind of thanking people for the, the folks that have already given and whatever else. And um, there were some large individual gifts early on and throughout the campaign from folks who generally uh, prefer to remain anonymous. They don't you know, want to be they, – they they're not looking for public thank you for their gifts and everything else. But I, I kind of wanted, since, I, since I've got you in, to, to maybe say kind of a general thank you to those folks oh, and give you an opportunity yeah. to do that because this is probably your only shot to you know, do it in a public way. Greg, it's, it never um, you know, ceases to amaze me the generosity that has been displayed by so many people. Um, we have had um, people who lead very um, simple lives, um, simple from a, a you know a number of different perspectives, uh, but church and faith 
um, and their faith mean more to them than anything else. Yeah. And they have utilized um, the resources from Upon This Rock to make a gift which really reflects that, the significance of faith in church and community and their lives. So, you know, simple, ordinary people. Um, sure, we have gifts, uh, significant gifts from people whose names you might recognize, um, you know, out and about sure. in Western yeah, New York. Sure, yeah, from the community, right, sure. But, but again, It's we, just kind of the biggest small town in America in many right. ways. We, right. You know, we have an equal number of very significant gifts from people who are no different than you and I. Yeah, yeah, that have, that have seen success in their lives and are passing that on to, yep. to others. So, uh, you know, we definitely say a big thank you to uh, everyone in that category who maybe isn't getting that personal letter from their parish. So and I know you've already thanked them, but um, we can never know, thank nice to, we nice can to never, ever hear it. Yes, enough. nice to know that we recognize you and thank you for all you do for the diocese. So, Greg, can I, can I step back a minute too? Yeah, go ahead, sure. I, the, the, um, the point that I was making about um, Bishop Malone being very actively involved in this um, – um, Bishop led by example um, and what he did as far as um, taking a very active role in securing gifts was the same process that we had asked all the pastors to do and B- Bishop felt it was very important that he illustrate for them the time commitment and the demands but the fruits of what that um, could lead to and I know that it provided him with an opportunity to get to know a number of people much better and our yeah. pastors are saying that as well. Yeah, I, I've heard that universally across the board. Obviously, on a program like this, I have a number of priests, deacons, women religious, and our pastors are come through our office here. We're working with them, you know, every week on different projects that they have going on where they, where they need uh, help in terms of publicity and those kinds of things. And all of them have kind of said that same thing. Boy, I really enjoyed sitting down and talking to people, and I and let me tell you the second thing that I would hear from them. It didn't feel like we were just talking about money. Right. You know? Um, so kind of how how are we able to accomplish that? Because, you know, $100 million is a lot of money. It's hard to raise that without talking about money, right? It, I, I think we're able to do that, <laughs> Greg, because the case elements speak to everyone. You know, we have um, some targeted areas of investment that – that happen as a result of Upon This Rock. And those investments are permanent endowment, um, which are intended to produce some interest income each year, which support ministry and mission programs that are vital uh, to our lives as Catholics here in Western New York. And and again, I'd have to say um, anyone that I spoke to, um, whether it was working with the bishop um, on leadership gifts or through parishes, no one said there's nothing about this program that I – that I don't like. There, I can't find a, an element or two. I mean, there, people are responding because they have a memory, they have an experience um, that they cherish that, that is reflected within the case elements for support. And they're also very concerned about what kind of church we will have in the future for their children and grandchildren to participate in. And that's why they're choosing to invest in Upon This Rock. I'm Greg Prince. Thank you for joining us here this week on Western New York Catholic Weekly. As we talk about Upon This Rock, uh, Rick Sukan, the executive director of the Foundation of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, joins us once again. Let's just kind of wrap up the notion of this this public element of the campaign as as we near the goal. Um, 
if this was – let me phrase it this way. If this was a campaign that was conducted in parishes and primarily for parishes and certainly ministries that affect the entire diocese that really people from all of our parishes participate in, um, what about this part that we're doing now? What You know, um, uh, you know why kind of open the doors – to Western New York at this point and let them see what's going on. Sure. Um, good question. Um, Greg, we know that um, in our work in parishes, similar to um, what it, what happens with Catholic Charities, um, although the message resonates with most of the people in the pews, um, not everyone necessarily has the opportunity at the time to make a gift. Um, we also know that unfortunately or regrettably, um, not everyone is in the pews on a regular basis. So, you know, the campaign took many phases. There was one-on-one um, -on -one ask done um, either by the pastor or an ambassador of the parish. There was uh, an appeal from the pulpit. There was some direct mail. And this is just a natural extension of that. Yeah. It's, um, you know, number one, thanking the community. And number two, it's providing those individuals who heard the story or a piece of the story an opportunity to check out the website uh, to get some additional information. And if they are so compelled to make a, a donation online in support of the campaign to put us over the finish line. And, you know, I think we all know somebody, most of us probably have somebody in our family who is a regular churchgoer. They go to Mass every Sunday, every weekend, maybe almost every weekend, but more often than not, that for whatever reason is not a member of our one of our parishes. They are either not comfortable with the commitment or maybe they had a bad experience and they still want to go to Mass and, and whatnot. And, um, you know, we've done entire programs on that very topic. In fact, the, the Come Home program um, about a year and a half back was designed for that very thing. To welcome you know, if we've them. done something, we're sorry, come back, give us a chance again. We, you know, we want you to feel a part of us and all of that. But things happen. Right, Greg, you raise a, a you know you're pointing out a, a, an observation that is dead on. Um, we know that there are a number of transient Catholics. Sure, um, they for a variety of reasons um, are not associated directly with a particular parish. Um, they may have jobs that you know, based on the hours they work, they. They shop for a mass on a weekend, and because of that, they're not. You mean like this job? Yeah, that you yeah, and I you have. Know, yeah, right. <laughs> they're they're doing the last chance mass. Yeah, sometimes stuff. you have to. You know? and, so. Or you know, their faith community could be a campus ministry, or one of the missions that exist within the diocese of Buffalo. The many uh, missions, and and because of that, their affiliation is there, but they're technically not a parishioner. So again, this final phase, this public phase, is an attempt to reach out to those. Um, and provide them with an opportunity to become educated about what Upon This Rock is all about and an opportunity to make a gift. Yeah, we know from, for example, the Catholic Charities Campaign that um, the people who receive services, and I'm using this as an example, from, from Catholic Charities, you know, people throw around the term 
freeloader and, you know, all this kind of, you know, like, you know, and how would the government, you know, we're, we have to take care of people that don't want to work for themselves and all that kind of stuff. We know from experience with Catholic Charities that the people who receive services there really do want to give back. And I would think it's the same with people who come to our churches, maybe participate in what's going on and just haven't signed the paper and signed up yet. Right. And, right. and I would agree. That's been my experience as well. Yeah. This is, that's, that's, you know, um, we, we continue to believe here in the Diocese of Buffalo, folks, that people are good at heart. And Western New York has shown that through the success of this Upon This Rock campaign, uh, certainly. Um, and there have been some surprises, right? I mean, we've had some, some really great successes like parishes have hit their goal, gone well beyond their goal, and are already working on some of the projects that they intended to to do with funds from that goal. Uh, most definitely. Uh, we have had a number of parishes who have successfully completed the campaign. And as uh, cash proceeds are collected, uh, our office, uh, the foundation actually does distribution checks on a semi-annual basis to the parishes. And those parishes are putting those funds to work right away. And in many instances, they're modifying their worship space to be more accommodating for people with um, disabilities. Um, they are um, installing chairlifts, ramps, um, and other means to make the worship space more acceptable accessible to those with handicap um, issues. Yeah, and I've seen even before this campaign, parishes trying to kind of, you know, bring themselves up into the 21st century. So to make the parish more accessible digitally with Wi-Fi in their halls and with, you know, um, better visual and, and, you know, just things to enhance both worship and other activities, education and everything that right. goes on at a parish. We're, we're seeing, you know, parishes invest in technology uh, that takes their lifelong faith formation programs to the next level yeah. and um, allows for perhaps shut-ins to better participate or people who have mobility issues to better participate. Sound systems are being enhanced. Hearing loops are being installed. Right. Yeah. Um, all things to make us a more welcoming faith-based community. Uh, well, that's a, that's another reality and in some ways it's it's one of the uh, the surprises maybe of, of the campaign. Everybody knows that when you look at the demographics in Western New York, we are an aging community. We are an aging population, which requires our parishes to be more accessible to folks who need things like, you know, exactly. who you can't t- can't do stairs, who need to the hearing loops are perfect example. Um, in certain spaces, um, you know, having worship aids like uh, like screens and visuals so that so that people can can sing along and don't have to, you know, try to read the little print in the books, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, it, you know, any other surprises we found through the campaign, anything maybe that you just didn't see coming? Um, I I, I can't say any huge surprises. I, I, I will share with you that much like the experience in Catholic Charities, um, we've received a response from outside of the Catholic community. Um, we've received a handful of gifts from individuals whose lives have been touched by Catholic ministry and who have given generously in response to Upon This Rock. And that wasn't part of what we initially had envisioned. So, yes, I guess I would share that as a surprise, Greg. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah. Actually, two – 
rather large gifts from non-Catholics um, who, again, feel very strongly that the Catholic Church is an instrumental institution within the Western New York community and that this program was worth supporting. Yeah, um, it's you know it's an opportunity just to mention the the strong, um, which I don't think people get to see on a on a daily basis. Just the strong ecumenical um, bonds that that exist here in in Western New York. I mean, we have a great relationship with um, uh, all denominations and faiths as a as a diocese, and those um, you, you know, and, and these various churches really do come together on a on a variety of projects, and it's one of the things that uh, makes Western New York great. Uh, so on that note, maybe let me ask you this: um, obviously, some of the the money that does not return directly to parishes is going to to fund projects that are going to be visible to to people that are happening on a diocesan level that are going to be happening all over the the diocese um so you know are there those that maybe are going to affect people of other faiths sure. um a couple of examples uh first of all we are uh, modernizing the classroom building at Christ the King Seminary and one would say well Christ the King Seminary it prepares uh men for priesthood and, and men for the permanent diaconate and, and lay leaders um, who had various ministries. Um, Christ the King Seminary is not an exclusive institution available only to or accessible only by Catholics. Its library is a resource that is used um, and, and it's known extensively um, for theological uh, research and yeah. reference materials. But the uh, classes there are accessible by a number of other faith denominations um, where they actually have uh, ministers tracking towards degree programs. Right. So the investment in the classroom building, one of the things we're doing is we're installing an interactive studio where a, a seminarian can actually practice a homily, be video taped or recorded and have feedback um, associated with his presentation. Um, ministry to the sick um, and reconciliation. We're actually installing practice areas for a seminarian um, and again, which would not be limited just to a Roman Catholic seminarian yes. but to practice um, in the art of ministry. Um, our, our stream program, which is another um, investment of Upamas Rock, um, takes our Catholic schools, which are accessible to anyone of any, any faith uh, background, uh, takes them to the next level and, and prepares our students for the more rigorous demands of today's world in science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics. So um, two examples of upon this rock uh, programs, which you you would see and experience as uh, an individual, a resident of Western New York, um, regardless of your faith background. Yeah, and and you know those you know the the kind of people we're talking about, both you know at at the even at the elementary school level, but certainly at at the Christ the King level, um, those are. Students and individuals who are going to, um, in many cases, live and work here in Western New York and continue to make this a better place. Community leaders. 
Yes. You know, so uh, terrific. Um, well, all right. So uh, uh, winding down uh, upon this rock, Rick Sukan, our uh, executive director of the Foundation of the Roman Catholic Diocese, has joined us. Uh, it's probably a, a good thing, um, uh, but a little surprising to say since we've been so kind of caught up in this. Uh, this is probably the last time we're going to talk about this on this program. So any particular thoughts, messages you want to leave sure. people with that, you, that you'd like to kind of wrap with? Uh, first of all, Greg, it, it's always um, an absolute privilege to be here with you and I hope it is not the last time. <laughs> I, I hope you know it, we're in collection mode for Upon This Rock for years going forward and I'd love the opportunity to come and report back to you and your listenership on the outcomes associated with Upon This Rock. But I guess I would say as my parting words, um, just my – I would share my profound gratitude um, to this amazing community we call church and the responsiveness um, of people who believe first and foremost that, that you know church is everything. And um, it's important that we leave church for our children and grandchildren and um, that – that have used upon this rock as a way to strengthen the foundation of their faith experience and to help ensure that it's here for successive generations. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll leave it at that and I'll take you up on that. All we'll right. Talk, as, as projects continue, we'll, we're definitely going to talk about those and the other great things that you do with the with the foundation here in the in the Diocese of Buffalo. Rick Sukan, again, our guest. We encourage you to visit uponthisrockwny.org. That's their website. And anything we talked about today, you want to go into more detail, it's all there. It also can be linked right from our website, buffalodiocese.org, our uh, Podcasts are available under the uh, news tab if you want to go there. Also at WNYCatholic.org, the namesake for this program. I'm Greg Prince. I'll be back with you next week. You've been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. Call us at 847-8744. Or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org. 